Hello, my name is David Hoffman. I'm the CEO and chairman of Orstone Mining Corporation. And Orstone is headquartered in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it is a company focused on gold and copper exploration in the province of British Columbia. And uh, the management team has a tremendous amount of experience on a global basis uh, in pore freeze, as well as uh, uh, putting uh, primarily gold and silver deposits into production. Great. Um, David, very nice to meet you. Um, thank you for the introduction. What is your flagship project and what st at what stage is it? Uh, our flag flagship project is a copper gold uh, uh, pore free exploration target. Uh, the target was developed over the last uh, uh, decade uh, when um, uh, basically just some IP was done along a, uh, a, a logging road and, and some preliminary drilling uh, uh, yielded some uh, encouraging exploration results. And since that time, we have uh, uh, continued to uh, develop out the target. Uh, there's 20 to 120 meters of glacial till over the area, and uh, it's a, a flat plateau at approximately 900 meters above sea level. And uh, so the, the glacial till uh, means that you've got to use geophysics and, and drilling to um, refine the target or, or make the discovery. And what we've been able to do to date is to uh, develop a, a two-kilometer uh, two by two-kilometer area of alteration, and, and it could be much larger than that. Um, that's based on drilling. And um, uh, geophysics, uh, we have... Um, um, uh, coincident mag lows and, and some IP lines that have gone through uh, that, that are very encouraging. But the most exciting development here in the last number of years is last year we did a, an aerial um, MT survey, and MT is magnetotelarics. And, and as you know, it, it uh, uses um, um, the magnetic fields of the Earth, and you're looking for disruptions in that. And uh, uh, measuring uh, chargeability and, and resistivity. And that has helped us to uh, refine the location of the target being um, uh, uh, less or less resistive and, and uh, uh, higher chargeability, indicating metals. And uh, uh, it is in the center of this uh, two by two kilometer uh, alteration halo that, that we've established. Um, it's interesting that it's coincident. It's, it's good that you've got the kind of um, the high chargeability um, coincident with your with your alteration. Um, sorry, it broke up a bit. You're saying that you picked up the alteration through drilling. Is that um, is that how you define that alteration? Yes, uh, alteration uh, is established through drilling because of uh, the glacial till cover, and we've drilled through uh, o over this area. Um, uh, within the outer parts of the alteration halo, uh, you've got uh, uh, some potassic and sericite alteration, lots more pyrite, and as you come in towards the center, um, uh, you tend to have um, uh, a little bit less pyrite, and, and you, you start getting into dikes, um, and uh, uh, actually a, a quite a thick layer of, of altered volcanics uh, in some places four or five hundred meters thick uh, where you've got uh, a background or in some cases some decent grades of gold and then uh, uh, the closest drill holes we have to what is now the established geophysical target uh, those holes have hit um, porphyry dikes uh, that are um, um, uh, three quarters of a gram to a couple of grams a ton uh, with uh, a, a lower amount of, of copper 
and and so that's also evidence that we're we're getting into uh, closer into the, the the primary porphyry target. Now to kind of to cut to the to the chase of it, um, your market capitalization is pretty tiny, and you're going to need to raise some capital to. Oh, I, I don't know what your cash position is, but um, junior companies always need to um, to raise money. You know, constantly raising for always closing. Um, you know. Um, what are your thoughts? A, what's your cash position and what's your thoughts about how you're going to raise money f- for this and, and kind of what quantum? Because drilling deep porphyry holes isn't the cheapest of things to be doing. Uh, no, no, it's not. Um, and exploration um, uh, isn't for the uh, the uh, people that are faint of heart. Uh, and wealth is created at the end of the drill bit. Uh, and, and that's where we like to be in the industry. And, and I something I didn't... Uh, uh, touch on I'll get to the, the capital structure and and whatnot uh, as we go forward but um, uh, basically exploration uh, we've been involved with um, uh, discovering um, tens of millions of ounces of uh, uh, of gold um, whether it's early stage modeling or off of, uh, of an entire deposit uh, two in Chile and and uh, with uh, Bima and Bima gold and um, Arizona Star was the name of the other company, and then oh, a group Arizona of us Star. split off. Yeah, a group of us split off and um, uh, and formed uh, Bean or El Dorado Gold, and um, uh, then we discovered the Kislev Ag deposit in Turkey, which is twelve million ounces. And all of these deposits are primarily they're called gold porphyries, even though uh, they have um, uh, probably an average of nine hundred to fifteen hundred ppb. Or PPM uh, copper in them, uh, they're um, uh, basically gold deposits with uh, with low grade copper, and uh, even at that level of copper, it doesn't get in the way of, of heat bleach generally. Um, but anyway, so um, uh, so we've been involved in in finding um, uh, a lot of ounces in in um, uh, porphyry uh, gold porphyry deposits. So. Uh, um, even though we are a junior and uh, uh, underfunded, as you say, uh, 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 juniors always looking for money. Um, uh, poor freezer are, are very expensive to explore, uh, and on that basis, we'll always be underfunded. Um, but we run a pretty tight ship, um, uh, as minuscule of, of corporate overhead as as possible, and uh, put as much money in the ground as possible. Uh, so that being said, we have um, uh, about or less than $100,000 in the bank. Uh, we have a $2 million market cap. And the concept is that we've, we've just started some uh, investor awareness programs. Uh, we'd like to raise a million dollars to uh, uh, drill uh, uh, two or three holes. Uh, these holes will be uh, approximately $300,000 a piece if, uh, if they go to uh, target depth. And, and our concept here is um, uh, to drill a couple of thousand meter holes. Um, uh, because we have it drilled right over the, the, the center of the porphyry target, uh, uh, drilling just outside of it, when we contact bedrock at, call it 120, 130 meters of depth, uh, we get into alteration and uh, even some dikes and, and uh, uh, gold mineralization. So there's no reason that this porphyry couldn't come to uh, the bedrock contact and um, uh, start at that level. Uh, but the concept is um, uh, 
in exploration, we, we, we couldn't say, well, we're going to go out and drill a 300 meter hole at a cost of $100,000 and uh, make a discovery. Uh, you have to plan on uh, uh, drilling right down the throat of it um, uh, as the target exists. And on that basis, there'll be 1,000 meter holes. Um, and the concept says, is that we'll, uh, we'll drill two holes in, into this primary target. Um, uh, in terms of uh, uh, financing, obviously, we'd like to do it at, at higher prices. Uh, the company only has a $2 million market cap and uh, uh, three, four Canadian cents a share. So it, it is a, a tremendous opportunity if we're successful. Uh, it's one of those that you look back and it, it was the biggest win of, of your investing career. Uh, if we're not successful um, and we need to move over this direction or that direction a few hundred meters, uh, there are also several other um, uh, big targets um, uh, uh, along along a big regional structure that we see. And um, um, uh, so, so that's kind of the, uh, the plan going forward. And um, it, it, there's a, a sea of alteration, a couple of kilometers by a couple of kilometers. And uh, in a nutshell, as we get in closer to the center, these dikes have almost a gram ton gold. It's got to be coming from somewhere that's an awful lot of rock uh, to be altered. And um, uh, the MT survey uh, uh, points to uh, a really um, conductive body or, or um, um, a low resistance body in the center of this anomaly. So uh, that's the plan going forward. In terms of timing, um, uh, we would uh, like to drill in the summertime. We're already here in the middle of May. Uh, so in the next couple of months, we'd like to raise some money and uh, 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 around a million dollars. How, what's the what's the area like? Do you have to? Are they, will this be a, a helicopter supported um, program? No, there's uh, uh, a number of years ago in uh, as you said, it's a plateau about 900 meters. Uh, we're about 40 kilometers outside of a uh, uh, smallish logging town. There's there used to be three or four mills to give you an idea of size. Um, the road infrastructure is fantastic. Uh, a number of years ago, uh, the region was hit with um, a pine beetle infestation, which killed the pine trees uh, for hundreds and hundreds of miles um, uh, in any direction. Uh, not all of them, um, but actually up from the Yukon all the way down into, uh, I think, northern California. There was an awful lot of forest. So, uh, so what's happened is there's a huge amount of clear cutting, and this clear cutting, um, they had to push roads in, and so our exploration area is um, um, crisscrossed by roads, and all of our permitting for drilling is right on roads, uh, and so there's um, no disturbance. Uh, we can drill pretty much all year round. There is a little bit of time in the spring and in the fall when it's a little bit too wet and mucky. Uh, and you just don't want to um, uh, cause any extra damage to roads and stuff. There's no bans necessarily. It's just we don't want to cause any damage to roads. It's cheaper. Um, so we can pretty much drill you around. Uh, I see in your presentation you kind of got the, 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 the sketch of the kind of the, the intruded pluton and the, the dikes coming off to one side and the drill holes going down and your, your most recent um, round of drilling, your drill results. When, when, when were those drill holes done? I, I think the holes depicted on the graphic you're thinking about are uh, 19, uh, C1903 and uh, C2101 and 20. 2102 is down to the south. Uh, 
uh, and and actually that's very interesting because those were along a road and those hole, holes were angled or, or drilled uh, to the north north northeast um, and that is imagine the, the 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 primary zone is here and the three drill holes were drilled at this angle towards you um, and they weren't drilled in into the the, the zone um, so um, uh, the uh, the key there is uh, uh, if it's drill hole C nineteen dash whatever C twenty dash whatever that uh, that's the year that okay, it so was those, those 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 are the years those are the years yeah and right. so um, uh, that uh, the twenty one oh one we felt that the, we were still a little bit too far north uh, we stepped out uh, eight hundred meters so just about a kilometer to the southeast and um, uh, drilled another hole and we hit dikes there as well um, and um, that's almost a kilometer um, uh, down in, in that direction so um, it's a big system it's a bit of not necessarily bad luck that we stepped over the top of it uh, but um, uh, the MT survey shows that the, the zone is uh, right in between um, those particular holes Oh, okay. So the the plan is to come back and to kind of drill in between the holes to to pick up the um, the, the 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 MT survey. Yes, and we have uh, sixty one drill holes or drill sites uh, permitted for uh, for drilling. And of course, you can take the same drill site and drill at at uh, different egg or azimuth uh, and and different angles. Uh, so we've got um, uh, plenty of coverage to um, uh, to handle the early part of the discovery. In terms of the uh, the, the size, uh, I, I think elsewhere in the presentation you'll note that um, at a depth of 300 meters, the MT uh, survey has given us a, a fairly good uh, uh, bullseye, uh, if you will, uh, that is 300 350 meters um, by about 1,200 meters, and uh, uh, then as you go a little bit deeper, I think it's at 700 meters of depth from surface. It's a, a half a kilometer by a kilometer and a half, and um, uh, it, in terms of um, uh, being able to put together tonnage, um, it, if we're if we're looking at something that's 500 meters cubed, uh, that's 300 million tons. And uh, uh, if you get close to a gram a ton, well, there's a lot of ounces there. So it's a big target. It's the right time, uh, and. Um, uh, Although we are underfunded, as you brought up, uh, uh, this is where you this is where you uh, earn your stripes as a management team and uh, make your shareholders money. It's a it's a brutal market out there. Um, um, in terms of capital raises, I mean, I, I've I've <laughs> I know only too well how tough it is. I mean, wh wh where are you going to go? What, what's what's your target audience for this? Are you speaking to majors? Are you um, talking to high net worth individuals, people that you've worked with before, who have invested with you before? You know, how uh, how the hell um, are you going to raise well, well, money, I, young man? Well, well, I find <laughs> I find when it, when it's tough, when it's tough, you've got to make a lot more calls, and then everybody knows about it, and no one buys the stock. But in a good time, you just go make one or two phone calls, and boom, you've got your capital raised. Exactly. Done. But how? So, so my question is exactly as you said. How the hell? Yeah. Right. Uh, well, we had a couple of trade shows a little bit earlier this year, and uh, to, to to touch on uh, one of those points. Um, uh, we had the the um, AME, uh, which is um, it's called the Roundup here in Vancouver, and it's a, 
Canadian or, or Western Canadian exploration, we had um, six or seven um, intermediate to major gold producers through the booth, uh, run them through the, uh, uh, the presentation. And the first response from all of them was, uh, uh, do you want to do a joint venture? Uh, and and uh, our response was, no, uh, we want to raise the money and, and uh, move it forward and make the discovery ourselves. It, 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 can, it can get um, uh, out of hand and too large uh, for a junior uh, in, in no time. Um, uh, but uh, making the discovery, uh, we're, we're at that um, uh, uh, position now with, with the target. Uh, making the discovery is what we want to do. Uh, so uh, then several of the majors said, well, um, uh, then do you, do you want some money? And the problem is, um, even if even if you could get a, a major to invest something as small as a half a million dollars, they own too big of a chunk of you uh, uh, to make it worthwhile. And, and I, I ran numbers and, and saying, okay, well, you know, the stock's three cents. Well, if I can get them to put money in it, at 15 cents and uh um uh that'll help with the capital raise in 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 the regular markets uh, as well in credibility um it, it still you end up uh, getting swamped by um uh, by a very small amount of money from a major uh so uh heretofore uh most of our investment has uh, come from high net worth individuals uh, a, a few brokers um there, there's always a broker that wants a a commission um, and um, uh, we can raise money either on uh, what a normal basis uh, or what's called flow through, and you you flow through the tax advantage to an investor um, uh, because there are credits for um, conducting exploration, and then there are bonus credits in British Columbia when you're exploring in this pine beetle area, uh, and so. Um, um, uh, those types of um, uh, the flow through, we can get a, a premium of uh, 30, 40 percent. Uh, if it's a charitable flow through, 50, 60 percent premium to market. So, um, to answer your question, um, it is a lot tougher. I've never shied away from uh, um, uh, taking on this kind of challenge. Actually, once in El Dorado. Uh, we had a hostile takeover that uh, first in Canadian history that, that didn't go through uh, at six dollars. The stock dropped to about three fifty a month later, and um, uh, CEO says, "Well, Dave, uh, you know we we need to raise some money." So I said, "Well, well, why don't we take it to ten dollars and raise a hundred million?" And uh, it took five months, but uh, from three fifty to ten dollars, um, this stock is three four cents. Uh, and it's a little bit more intimidating than three to ten dollars, but it's earlier stage exploration. Um, it's uh, it's finding the investor that wants to take a punt. Um, a small amount of money uh, on the table can uh, uh, can be huge rewards, and um, uh, that's uh, the plan. Is um, uh, when it's when it's a little bit tougher like this, you have to work a little bit harder. Absolutely, and sometimes it's harder to raise to take something from three or f three and a half cents to ten cents and raise a million dollars than it is to take something from three to three dollars fifty to ten dollars and raise a hundred million. You know, it, um, yes. And I look in the mirror and I, I'm I'm looking and it's like, well, why is this why is this so intimidating? 
And, and the thing is, uh, $3 to $10, uh, uh, you've got mines into production and you've got 20 drill rigs turning around the face of the earth and you've got four deposits you're drilling off and there's news, there's energy. And, and that was, that was back at 350 gold. You know, uh, we, we've got almost uh, $2,000 gold um, or a, a relatively buoyant uh, a gold market. And, um, um, but junior exploration are, um, uh, are just not really popular right now. And that's where smart money, uh, you've just got to find the pockets of, of smart money. David, good luck. I mean, it's, I, I, um, it's, it's tough because you're competing with every other junior that's also um, at a trading at a discount to kind of historic valuations. And so um, it's not just, does someone want to take a punt on, uh, this particular porphyry, but they've also got to consider that they could put it into any other number of juniors with they've got a different suite of um, catalysts available to them. Sure. I think really uh, just, just it seems to me that the kind of the, the, the key next stage is to kind of get that money in, see what the capital structure looks like and what the timelines are to, to um, being able to execute a drill rig because presumably uh, uh, availability of rigs it's a factor and mobilization you know what's what, how long does that um look like uh we've had the um uh the same driller for a number of years and and he's a a large shareholder as well uh we can we can get rigs on i wouldn't say a really short notice um uh but on uh, uh, a moderate time frame uh 30 45 days type of thing um and so um uh, really, it comes down to as an investment. It's a uh, uh, faith in management, and uh, uh, have they done all the science necessary to um, uh, to be successful here? And uh, on the capital structure, fifty six million shares outstanding, a two million dollar market cap. Uh, the other side of the financing, even if we have a fully diluted uh, eighty eighty five million shares, um, uh, the, uh, a good sized discovery can go to many hundreds of millions of dollars. So. Uh, there's still 10 to 100 uh, times upside in something like this. Excellent. Yes. And with associated um, <laughs> associated uh, um, risk and reward, because the, the rewards sure. are high, but the risks are also high because it's exactly. a, 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 um, a very early stage um, target. And the expiration statistics on drilling prospects are pretty, um, uh, pretty intimidating as well. Right. Right. Well, and that's why I say we've done the layers of science and uh, uh, years of exploration and uh, you hit a hole and then you try and vet, fig figure out uh, where you go next and uh, what type of exploration method can answer a few more questions. And uh, uh, right now we got a bullseye to drill. Good. Um, just a quick question. What, what was the, just so I can get a flavor for the style of capital raises you've done, what was the last raise? Kind of, um, has it been incremental or have you done a big raise at a different price? Uh, the last raise was um, uh, 1.9 million in um, March of 2021. And that was uh, uh, hard dollars, uh, roughly 50-50, um, nine cents a, a share uh, for the what we would call the normal or the hard dollars. And flow through was at 13 cents a share. And so um, uh, now um, uh, going forward, um, uh, I would like to do a financing at a dime again, but um, uh, you know the, the bottom line is that we get the, the, the hole drilled. Uh, I, I don't think at, um, uh, at my stage in, in uh, my career 
uh, that I want to take a, a year or two years off or wait for the capital markets. The bottom line is, uh, uh, even though it might be a little bit detrimental, uh, you might have a few extra shares outstanding. It's still a very low um, number of uh, shares. Uh, we're we're not going to um, uh, blow it out by any uh, stretch of the imagination because uh, um, uh, I understand structure. In fact, in my early days uh, uh, here in Vancouver with with Bema, uh, if a company was getting up to eight or ten million shares outstanding, it was it was considered a rollback target. Uh, and it's a whole different world these days. But uh, I want to make a discovery uh, where um, everybody can make some money, not just uh, have the liquidity increase. Um, you should go to the Australian markets and see them with their billions of shares. It's it's, it's something else. Yes, I have. <laughs> Uh-huh. Good. Um, David, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, good luck with the capital raise. And um, once that's in the bag, then we can look at uh, the, the, the the drill timetable. Exactly. Well, thank you very much, Merlin. And uh, uh, it was a pleasure to talk to you today.